0: Broadcasting worldwide, online, twenty-four-seven. She's smart, She's sassy. sassy, and a little, a little badassy. Straight from the hip with Courtney Jones. Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. I tell you, a mind is a terrible thing to waste, or at least a creative mind. And that's what today's episode is all about. It's really about... being open to um, or being creative in your um, being open to new ideas Um, creative problem solving is a lot of of today's episode and it's the beginning of a series on um, just the idea of creativity and ideas and problem solving looking at just some basic ways of uh, coming up with new ideas Um, getting the creative juices flowing especially if you're doing a lot of like writing Content marketing. You're writing programs or creating products. Then it's it's always good to have that fountain of ideas that are ever flowing. So um, this series is just a little bit about and just the intro to just getting comfortable with the idea of because it is a skill. It is a, a soft skill. It is part of the emotional intelligence, um, um, but it is a skill and it's something that can be developed. And um, so. Can i tell you a story. i'll tell you a story um just recently i had a conversation uh, with my 70 plus mother and so she is pretty feisty um has always um definitely been a debater loves the challenge of new ideas loves the challenge of listening to others ideas so she has kind of um She's been a little feisty, we'll say it that way. Over the uh, last couple of years, she recently retired. i um, about four years ago, so she's definitely been a handful. And during a recent conversation, we actually got like I won't say we got into it, but there was firmness in our voices as we were um, talking because we had been. I actually since the beginning of Corona apocalypse, like literally since January of two thousand twenty. Um, I've been trying to get her to get on uh, Netflix. She has this very interesting habit of watching the uh trailers for the movies as opposed to um watching the actual movie. She'll watch the trailer. So, I've been telling her about Netflix, you gotta watch, you gotta get Netflix, you know, it's got all the movies that you watch on cable, because I have talked before about her, like, extraordinary cable bill, Then I'm not a TV watcher, so it just shocks me how much people are willing to pay to watch a thousand channels of TV. So, um, and you know, I'm, I'm a, dev- I have plenty of devices, so if I'm gonna watch any type of media, it's probably gonna be on one of my devices. So, not really a big TV watcher, so just really shocked to find out last year that she was still paying a lot for cable so um i had been telling her about netflix we were telling her about hulu and pluto tv and some of the other um just intro um tv channels and and platforms out there so that she could watch movies and um she just resisted like did not want to put her credit card in just and i'm like mom you don't have to use the credit card like literally they it's like a placeholder you can if you decide you don't want to keep it then you know you can cancel it you know that cancel in 30 days and get your money back no questions asked and in this situation like not being charged at all you could just cancel it but she is resistant she's reluctant when it comes to the digital world so and is actually quite happy in the non-digital world so she's been very reluctant quite resistant to like coming on into the 21st century and netflix is one of those things that she just resisted and so recently um my son actually had gone by and so he had actually done it um a, like I would say like the beginning of the summer, we had actually gone over, set our new, set her new TV up. She had like, um, like one of those Roku TVs that have all the channels on it. So she had been watching that. My sister had sent it to her. My son set it up and he had actually put his Netflix in and, you know, signed it in for and everything when he first set it up. We just could not get her to click on it because she had remembered from before that it asked for a credit card. She would not click on the Netflix, um, icon at all so recently my son tells me that she uh, or well she tells me that my son has reset up the netflix he showed her how to get to it he showed her some of the movies how to navigate a little bit on it and so see she was so resistant but look at how the children are able to grease the wheels so he was able to like get it set up for And so we were talking about how she was just so excited about watching all of the movies, and I made the mistake of saying, uh, I told you about that like a year ago, and you could have been watching Netflix, why did I say this, because it created like, all kinds of brouhaha, like it was terrible. Like we have not spoken since then. It's been like four days. So, and we literally live like a mile away. We usually have like I, I avoid getting on the phone with her more than a couple of times a week. When we get on the phone, we can go like four to seven hours in conversation. She's a mile away, but she won't come to my house. And if I get over to her house, I don't have any of my stuff, my devices, everything. I'm like, ah, my life is stuttered if I'm at your house because this is the 20th century. So it's just a mess but I like believe me the phone time the combo time has been cut drastically since she has tuned into the Netflix experience so it's just something to be said about you know just being open-minded it's like and I it's it's you know I like I said a mind and a creative mind is a terrible thing to waste it's terrible you don't want to do that so today's episode we're talking about like how you can be open-minded to new ideas so if you have definite ideas Hey, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Straight from the Hip with Courtney Jones, the Entrepreneur's Lifestyle Podcast. So bring your cup of joe, settle in, and get ready for tips on dealing with stress, creating healthier relationships with others, and dealing with the ups, downs, and in-betweens of building a business and living life in a digital world. I'm your host, Courtney Jones, and thanks for tuning in. Ideas about how things are or how they should be. Hmm, then you probably had someone tell you to keep an open mind having an open mind is important if you want to succeed in life well it's an important aspect to succeeding in life i'll say it that way so if you can embrace or at least consider new ideas and new technologies hand hand mother then it that's vital to our personal growth it's vital to the way that you can communicate and connect with others the way you can communicate and connect ideas that you already have or maybe seeing ideas in a different way and it's like so it's so important it's so vital but it can be it can be something that without even thinking we can become entrenched in so i ask a lot of times i always ask people Why are you willing to consider someone else's opinion uh can you look at facts that may seem suspect and then analyze them but without bias ah see those are the questions right there because if you're open-minded then you can be flexible when you meet new ideas you can it gives you kind of an advantage because you can adapt to new experiences yeah and you can do it quickly too that's the thing you can pivot very quickly you can recognize a new experience you can jump on it you can be very flexible if you're open-minded and if you have the ability to analyze and analyze ideas as they come in without having any bias to it and when I say bias meaning saying like as you're saying the idea like oh it's not going to work or thinking well if you do it this way this is what's going to like if you're already thinking ahead that it's not going to work or that it might be suspect then that's a bias that you have towards the idea and it's literally being able to just open up look at the facts as they are and literally being able to analyze those facts without any bias to it. And if you can do that, then you can definitely be flexible. You can take ideas and you can literally make incredible things. But being able to think critically that is a vital component of being open-minded like to me I think that that's very um it's it's key it's like because if you're able to analyze if you're able to analyze without the bias if you can look at new facts but if you can analyze without the bias and you can think critically then I think that you can We are in a very changing, a rapidly changing world right now. So in order to stay current, in order to to just keep up with the day-to-day, then, and, and so that you don't miss out on all the new things around you. It's like, so we're not missing out on just everything is rapidly changing so fast. So it's really important just to keep an open mind. And that's what I was saying with my mom. Like, literally, just in like one or two years, she's completely missed out on like a whole, like, an experience, like where, when it comes to Netflix. And so it's just interesting how you can kind of be out of the loop and not be as current as you realize that or think that you are simply because you're missing out on new ideas or new things that are going on. So it's really important also to just be willing to change your views when you're given new facts. That's one of the things that I, th- I think is, is so key. And it's just a lot of times people say, well, what do you believe? And I really say the one thing that I believe is that people will do what they've always done until they decide to do different. Other than that, I am very flexible in my beliefs and my ideas because I am always open to being um proven wrong. Or not even necessarily being proven wrong because that implies that there's a right or a wrong way to think. But I think that... um, If you can, if you can stay open minded enough to take an idea in and maybe flip it in a way or combine it with an, with an idea or an aspect or a perspective that literally can create something completely New and unrecognizable from those two original ideas, so I think that if you can um if if you have a a very fixed idea or and i know you 've met those people like have you you 've met those people where they 're just stuck like they 're just stuck in their ways they don 't care what you tell them they don 't care what a bi- well, we know. We just saw the the chaos and disorder that came from not believing the facts. Just with our capital uh, situation, with the ongoing investigations, with the, um, realize, the realization that there are so many people that are so deeply entrenched in beliefs that... Even when given new facts, they're Unwilling to change their views So that can be crucial And that can be, especially um, Just in your Personal life, that can be crucial, but it can Also be crucial in your profession As well, like if you Are, say, as we've seen Over the past year Like over, even in the summer But like, say you are a a Lawyer, say you're a police officer, even like We saw with the Capitol um, So they're investigating now, looking at some of the um, personnel so if you are not willing to see things from a different perspective if you it can cause a rigidity it can cause a fixedness that can prevent or create challenges but also even if you are just say a, um, let's like, say you're a developer, you're, you're a tech person, you're in customer support, but if you have the ability to see and, if, and the willingness to see things from a different perspective, that can help you achieve so much success. It can really help you. It can open doors in a way that you, I can't even really voice because it's not, it's only limited by your imagination. It's only limited by your flexibility and your willingness to really put to take that spark of an idea and act on it. It really, really can help you achieve some great success. And like I said, because it is an incredible skill, it is a um it's a soft skill. You know, I talk a lot about emotional intelligence. I believe it's very much the bedrock and a foundation of being able to be your full self and to to bring the best of yourself in every situation and every interaction. Especially it's a, a skill in business Business that I think that unfortunately is not developed and um, not not wielded um as often in a um in a in a big light as it could be but i do think that it's an incredibly important component emotional intelligence it's to me it's a skill that's just as um in just as required as say if you're a developer understanding programming languages or understanding you know how to create an app or how to do a mock-up in it's the same way that you would develop those skills are naturally it's a, a natural part of what you would do on a day-to-day basis the same way that when you can develop these soft skills like uh, your communication your ability to um, stay open-minded to come up with creative ideas to creative um, creatively solve problems when you're able to do that and you're able to do it um, and develop that skill in a way where it becomes easier and easier naturaler, and more and more natural to use it you will see um that it really does give you a tremendous power so and also so i and just i'm going just going to give a few ways that you can just start getting yourself into the habit of being open-minded to new ideas and just very simple tips and just simple simple ways to just day to day get in the habit when you think about it and oh you can catch yourself when you realize that okay I'm not um, let me just remember to be open-minded let me remember to do these little techniques and it will gradually it will be like I said it's a skill So you got to work on it. It's a muscle. You got to develop it. But hey, that's what's going to happen. So one of the things that I think is, I think that this is pivotal. I think that this is a, um, it's a technique that if you can do it, it will by itself can open up so many doors in your mind and 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 you can allow you to see from so many different pers- uh, perspectives but the um I think one of a a really important way number 1 um is deciding that you don't have to be right all the time. Yes. Now there are some people that are obsessed with being right. You know them. You know those people. You might be one of those people. But it's not something that's necessarily looked favorably upon. And so, and especially in a business system, uh, situation, if you're where you got to negotiate, you got to mediate, you got to come to a compromise in some way. In your day-to-day life, you've got to come to compromises. Life is compromising. So if you, if you need to be right all the time, then it will cause such a tension in everything that you do. It will cause, like... Um, it causes unnecessary obstacles and challenges and it does put up a block. It, it creates a rigidity in a way that you can't see new ideas because you've already decided how it should be And so no one can be right all the time. Not even you feisty kitten and I know you're sitting there thinking you're like, wait, but I'm always right. not everyone can be right all the time and you can be right most of the time like i always tell people like rule number one i am right um rule number two if you have any questions see rule number one and we like to joke like that but if you can say that in my own mind i'm right all the time but i am in my interactions with others i'm willing to compromise and i'm willing to compromise a lot i say that so yeah if you can keep that in mind it just really helps when you 're when you 're discussing new ideas when you 're uh, interacting with other people it if you, it helps to just Take that deep breath, relax a little bit. When you can be relaxed when you're discussing um, new ideas rather than have that knee-jerk reaction because that's what comes from needing to be right. You have that knee-jerk. Have you ever, you ever talked to people like that where as you're talking to them, they're already like ready to jump like ah, ah. they're ready to jump in. They're ready to disagree with you. It's like they've, oh, they're rigid. They've already decided that there's only one way and it's not what you just said and it's like so if you can be relaxed like that it just makes it easier to share ideas it makes it easier to discuss new ideas and it makes it easier to see from a different perspective if you don't have to be right all the time number two i think that um this is a perspective i think and this it does require a perspective shift and it's simple 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 but Not always easy. And I'll tell you, it was the other way around for me. Because I literally had it the other way around. Because I grew up... um very in a very hippy dippy kind of community grew up in Colorado my mom worked in Boulder um if you know anything about Boulder Colorado um they always said like kind of where all the hippies migrated to in the 70s and 80s so very open-minded free-spirited so I kind of grew up in and out of um I had friends of different backgrounds lived close to the military base so lots of kids from different places so I really kind of grew up like always interested and having lots of um, opportunities to be exposed to different types of um cultures and lifestyles and belief systems, so I just kind of naturally assumed that everybody did that and um I remember reading a a blog comment once on one of my blog posts, and someone just kind of offhandly remarked, like "Well, I never even thought that people think like this like it never occurred to me that people." Think like this, and I I thought it was amusing, and it, but it surprised me a little bit that this person, um, as they described in their comment, they just kind of had gone through life assuming that everybody thought the way that they did. And I think that it's really um, even just a simple perspective shift to recognize that there are many reasons why people have certain beliefs, why people have uh, certain perspectives. So they could be from a different country, country they could have a different culture, there might be different life experiences that have shaped those beliefs. So even, um, like my kids and I talk about this a lot, I have adult sons, they um, have grown up, I tell you this 21st century at But we grew up in very different ways, and my upbringing was very different, although similar in some ways, but very different than my mother's. So just knowing that someone born at an earlier time is they're gonna they're gonna see things different than you are, and we always joke in our family about the the Gen X, Gen Y, um, you know, our our baby boomer, and it's like so. But everyone has a different perspective. Everyone, and, and it might be slightly different. But everyone is able to bring something to the table in a way that we're all getting full on the food for thought. And so that is what I think is really, really important. If you can just remember that not everybody thinks the same way that I do. Not everyone has had the same experiences and, and, and life, whether it's challenges, whether it's opportunities. But not everyone. Everyone has had different life experiences and those all of those experiences and the culture and their beliefs, all of that is what shapes the, the their it shapes who they are and it shapes what they believe and that in turn it shapes how they act, how they interact how they connect so it does help if you can be open minded on your end and understanding that um or just seeing from a different perspective and and seeing that from that different perspective. I've always um, shared with my kids seeing it with curiosity and saying, wow, now that's interesting. I never would have thought of it that way as opposed to, well, that's crazy that you don't see it the way that I see it. But even just adding a bit of curiosity to the conversation can really help you um, open up or like we were talking about the relaxing, but being open enough to receive um, a a perspective or an idea from someone that maybe is coming from a different perspective but I think that that's um, and then (laughs) that right into number three and i think that this one is it's important and across the board but definitely when you're trying to be open-minded when you're trying to be open to new ideas i think that number three is incredibly important and that is learning to listen carefully i always tell people listen with ears to hear and I've always taught my kids that. So rather just, rather than just jumping in with what you have to say or jumping in with your opinion. Like I said, we were talking about uh, earlier that the person that is before you even get the words out there waiting to jump in and say what they've got to say. But let the other person finish speaking. And then as they finish, give that little pause. That little let it sink in a little bit and then use active or reflective listening to just kind of understand and clarify their ideas so and you've, you've probably heard that and if, if if you've talked to me on any level then um you have heard and i yeah but just repeating back to the person to show that you understood what they were saying and that's one of the things that i have um i am constantly, like, I will say something to someone and they'll say, uh huh, especially with my kids as they were growing up. And I say, did you hear me? And they'd say, yeah. And I'd say, okay, well, repeat back to me what I just said. And now, more than, than often than not, my kids would be able to do it literally almost word for word, even though it looked like they weren't paying attention. But being able to repeat back to them what they just said and paraphrasing it, repeating it back in a way that shows I hear what you said and giving it back in your your own words. And when you don't understand something that someone said, or if you don't agree with their standpoint, then you can respectfully ask questions so that you can clarify, so that you can understand, so you can see where they're coming from. Uh, my stepdad used to say that all the time well, let me see if I can see where you're coming from. And that was kind of the signal that he did not agree with why I needed that money and I needed to order pizza and not books while I was in school. Like, no, he'd say, let me see if I can understand where you're coming from. So it's like, I'm trying to work with you. My dad um, is another one who would always say, like, I would, I could always tell when he was like, mm, I'm not sure about that great idea that I had because he would always say, um, can I offer my opinion? Can I offer a suggestion? And absolutely. So he's, he's giving that he listened, he reflected, and he's trying to understand where I'm coming from. He wants to clarify where I'm coming from, clarifying my ideas, and then also um, from his perspective, um, kind of sharing what he got from that or sharing his uh, his standpoint on that and I think that when you're able to do that then you can create a dialogue even if you do not agree and it's like and that's why I tell people like people say oh I can't stand it like even when people break down like oh I I can't stand the liberals I can't stand the Republicans but it's like really the thing is is just really being able and willing to respectfully agree to disagree and we say that all the time we teach our kids to do that but somehow it's so very difficult for us to do um, just in our day-to-day as adults and that's why I say that uh, number four is really um, it's a powerful tool and it's something that can take you through life and, and on an adventure as opposed to um, kind of plotting through the day-to-day and number four is just really looking at things looking at people at conversations from a different perspective And I do think that if you just if you can listen to before you decide when someone's telling you something, someone's got this great idea. Have you ever done that? One of your friends is like, oh, I got a great idea. And you're like, oh, my goodness. But the next time before you decide that a new idea, whether it's yours or someone else's before you decide "Mm, that's not going to work before you decide it doesn't have merit. Consider doing just a little research to understand the concept better, understand where they 're coming from. see what the context is. the narrative is that they 're trying to shape there. Try to understand that. Um, consider look at the way that they explain the idea to you um look at it from a couple of different angles see if as you look at it from different um, angles different perspectives see if it makes more sense to you um if you need to ask more questions clarify but i do find that that can really really um, it, it can be a powerful tool for moving even beyond compromise and just really to a, an agreement that works for everybody. Even when you're trying to move past obstacles, you're trying to come up with solutions, you're trying to come up with great ideas, I do think that that is a powerful tool. And another component of that is walking a mile in someone else's shoes. And one of my favorite songs, I'm trying to remember who sung it, Uh, the What If God Was One Of Us. It was a really popular song back in the nineties, pop song. I can't remember. I'll try and put it in the notes if I can remember who it was that did the song. But I've always um I was one of those kids as my mommy used to say, Courtney was a sensitive kid, very sensitive all the time. I always felt the pebbles in other people's shoes. Um from as a small kid even. And I really have always taught my children walk a mile in someone else's shoes before you ever decide. And that goes back to um just understanding that not everybody thinks like you not everyone's had the same life experiences not everyone has gone through the same things or maybe you have come nowhere close to going through what others have gone through and you maybe would have no idea how you would handle the same obstacle or the same challenge or how you would handle an opportunity that someone else um, maybe ever received so just being able to shift your perspective again there we go with that shifting the perspective but shifting just a little bit and just shifting to being able to see things from a different perspective to see things with certain limitations it does allow you to have empathy for the idea or empathy for where somebody's coming from even if like I said even if you don't agree and you can respectfully agree to disagree. But even if you do not agree with another person, it does allow you to empathize with that uh, person or with that perspective if you have the willingness to just kind of see it from that person's uh, perspective or see it from that person's shoes. And then I think that um the fifth and most – um I won't say it's the final, but I will say because it's just the beginning of, of – an unlimited possibilities. Number number five is it's it's not the final because if you can take that one in com- combination with the the four before it then i think that you really can start to develop some really powerful skills in not only your soft skills but in your ability to think outside the box to um to just really come up with ideas very quickly to have those creative juices constantly flowing and so um we've already gone over let's see the the top or the four ways that you can really that are really helpful in learning how to be open-minded to new ideas and number one was just just knowing that you don't have to be right all the time It's okay if you're not right all the time and no one's going to judge you for it. If anything, you'll be judged if you think you have to be right all the time. So number one, deciding that you don't have to be right all the time. Number two is just really understanding that people come from all different walks of lives and that not everyone has lived the same experience and people come from different perspectives. If you can take that and combine that with number three, which is just really learning to listen, learning to listen with ears to hear, learning to listen to hear and to listen carefully to what someone is saying and allowing people to um, um, be able to to speak. Um, without limitation and be able to uh, um, clarify their ideas I think that that's very very important and having the ability to repeat back to them in your own words what you understood that they were saying and respectfully asking questions when you don't understand and respectfully agreeing to disagree if you don't agree with their standpoint number four uh, like I said is um, just looking at things from a different perspective and along with that walking a mile Or being willing to walk a mile in someone else's shoes Being willing to see from someone else's uh, perspective And in the hopes of broadening your own perspective as well And so that brings me to number 5 Which is take the time to try something new Yes, there is no better way to open your mind to new ideas Than to just try to do something new Especially something that you just have never done before it's like if you can learn new skills or take up a new ho- hobby it literally helps you open your mind in ways that nothing else will my son is actually an artist he's a um installation artist he's been drawing and painting and all of this like from the time he was a very very small child and we actually had a conversation um about a year ago and we were discussing furniture and whether furniture was functional design or not and it just struck me as so funny because I absolutely felt like, of course, like a chair because I am a, a collector of quirky chairs. I love different shapes. I love 60s mod um, furniture. Um, I love very like nice Dutch clean lines. So I do think of furniture as something that is beautiful, that is designed, but that's also functional because I want to be able to sit on it. I want it to be comfortable. I want a couch that looks gorgeous, that has clean lines, but that also feels good to sit on or maybe even to lay on when I'm netflixing and chilling so i do see it as a functional form of design and my son the artist it was it was really funny to see the the dawning realization as he was listening and re- reflecting on what I was saying about my perspective on art and on, on furniture, and just to see that realization and for him to say, you know what, I never really thought about it that way. And this is somebody who has been hands on designing like his entire life, so it's always like you can just you just learning a new skill, taking up a new hobby, watching somebody else do something that. You you've never done before it can really open up your mind in ways that nothing else will give it a try you might be quite surprised at the results you get and it's true that being open-minded can be an advantage in many aspects of life but don't, you don't have to be like don't be too quick to be open-minded about Everything. It's like because there can be some deeply held beliefs that you don't want to leave by the wayside in order to embrace the openness of others ideas or openness of new ideas. And that's okay. Like you don't ever have to shift your foundation on any level. So if there are deeply held beliefs, those are your beliefs that you hold on to that you have proven in your own life, then by all means, like hold on to those, but also stay open to new perspectives, new ideas, or maybe things that can complement or enhance the ideas that you're the beliefs that you already have so but when you're uh, learning to be open-minded to new ideas just remember it's okay to hold on to some of your beliefs it's okay to stand up for what you believe in it's just like that uh remember the song that we used to sing in elementary school to make new friends but keep the old like so it's like so you want to keep the, you want to make open up to new ideas but keep those solid ideas those solid beliefs that you, that keep you moving, that keep you inspired and motivated, those are fine and good, but also stay open to those that can enhance and support and uplift those uh, beliefs and those ideas that you have. And just because an idea is new to you Doesn't mean that you have to agree with it In order to be open-minded This is what I tell people all the time People do not realize this They really do believe that in order to be open-minded That you have to agree with the other person Or you have to agree with the idea You absolutely don't You can be open-minded enough to hear To reflect To uh, clarify anything that you don't understand Or that you don't agree with And then like I said You can respectfully agree to disagree, be like that just sounds like a whole heap of crazy, and I'm gonna go ahead and leave it with you. And I'm gonna go over here and exit stage left. And you're absolutely, it's absolutely okay to do that. Like, I'm probably the most open minded person you'll know, but it's also because I'm like a, a sieve. Like, I literally let ideas come in, I reflect, I look, and I let them flow on through. There might be certain bits and pieces that I can take and that I can add to things that I'm already thinking or doing or, or perceiving. But for the most part, I just let it wash through me. And I think that if you can be open-minded enough to allow others to have beliefs or ideas that either you don't necessarily agree with, and I think that it does take away some of the heat, you don't have to jump into every phrase, you don't have to disagree, you can just be like, alright, I'm going to agree to disagree and leave that crazy with you that's not my circus or is um, um we have a friend that says i don't that's i don't have a pony in that race it's like i have no pers- no perception i have no narrative that needs to be pushed i'm okay with you believing or having that idea or whatever it's like do what you do and i think that when you can get to that point that's the power, baby. That is the damn power. That's it. Just be, So what's the key takeaway? Just because an idea is new to you doesn't mean you have to agree with it in order to be open-minded. That's right. So just know that having an open mind will strengthen those skills. It will develop those core soft skills. And it really helps you evaluate any new ideas intelligently. And that lets you choose the truth in your life. That's it. That's it, because what? Nobody else is walking the path that you're walking. What? Nobody else is moving towards creating the ideal life that what is your idea? Why? Because you stayed open-minded. And you're staying even more open-minded. You're always like, wait, what can I do next? What brainstorm? What new ideas can I come up with next? How can I change the world? Because that's the type of feisty kittens you are. And that's it. And you can do all of that and more. Because I believe in you, feisty kittens. I believe in you. And you can do it. And the, the first step is just staying open. Staying open to the fray. That's it. Staying open to the new ideas. Strengthen those core skills. Develop those soft skills. Develop that power that comes with the emotional intelligence. And that lets you evaluate. It lets you see things and shift your perspective in a way that lets you see the world. From a whole different way, it lets you see, and you're literally not limited. You're only limited by your lack of imagination. What? High five, bitches. That's it. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll up out of here. I hope you learned something, or at least we're a little entertained today. But hopefully, you'll go out into the world today. Hopefully, as we, um, as you, as you remember those five, just key components just five really nice techniques very simple very easy techniques for staying open-minded to new ideas and uh if you can just walk with those each day You'll be amazed. Try it out. Let me know what happens. Drop some down in the comments in the uh drop some notes. Let me know what happened. Let me know if you tried it and it just did not work. Maybe you had an open idea, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna try skydiving. Yep, I'm gonna do it. I'm afraid of heights, but guess what? I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try and see this from a different perspective. Maybe you came back, maybe a little egg or worse on your face, and you're like, you know what? Not a good idea. It's okay. It's okay because what life is an adventure and you just got to roll with it. Not every adventure is a like outrageous fun, but all of it is exhilarating. That's it because it's adding new layers of awesome to your life. So this week, go out there, just know that you don't have to be right all the time. Recognize that others, not everybody thinks like you do. Listen with ears to hear and look at things from a different perspective. Be willing to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes, baby. And what What was that final uh, takeaway there? What was it? What was the final takeaway there? Yeah. Do we remember what that was? Yeah. Take the time to try something new this week. That's it. Go out there. Try something new this week. I'm telling you. And then let me know what happens. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. So... You know what the routine is. You know the drill, Feisty Kittens. I'm Courtney, and you are freaking awesome. So go be it. Till next time. Peace. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends.